welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, happy holidays to everyone. It, we are deep into the holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve, Kwanzaa for 2022. We've all survived a couple winters of doom and gloom as the uh, uh, administration, current federal administration, and even some locals have it told us. It did not turn out the way, I don't know if they were hopeful about that or not. So for whatever reason, I have my own, um, we did not have that. So we should be joyful. I mean, when you hear that Christmas song, Joy to the World, it's amazing. You know, I still see people with doom and gloom. And I'm like, wow, were you just happy in your own funk? I mean, everything they predicted, all the horribleness did not happen. This is great. Now, we are in the middle of a a recession, and inflation is going crazy. Um, The prices are going up for everything. I mean, to make a sweet potato pie for the holidays would cost you 20, 22 bucks. You can buy one for 10 bucks. And of course, four years ago, that was six and 15 or six and 10. So what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is, you know, if you look around you, there's plenty of reasons to be sad. There's plenty of reasons to be complacent and not try anything new or go after what you dreamed of or what you have always wanted to do with your life, your relationship. Something to think about is, you know, are you where you want to be? In three years from now, where do you want to be? A year from now, where do you want to be? Five years from now, where do you want to be? Do you plan ahead? Do you make goals like that? And I've had plenty of podcasts on goal setting. Just go find one of them. I'll do another one here for the New Year's. I'll do the New Year's resolution one again. But what I want you to hear is that, you know, it's amazing how complacent as a society we've become. We're actually teaching our youth to be complacent. That, no, it's okay if this is too hard for you. You don't have to do this or you don't have to do that. You don't have to try to modify, adapt, and get better. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. And here's the truth. You don't. You know, you don't lose any of the games, any of the goals you don't go after. You don't fall on your face in any of the walks you don't take. You don't fall down on any of the ice rinks you don't try to skate on. So that is true. I mean, people aren't telling you, you know, it's not the truth. But we have so many 30, 35-year-olds living in their parents' basement. And it's not just because of student loan debt and they couldn't find a job. I mean, out there in the market right now, they're looking for human beings that want to work. And they will train you. They will give you all the skills and pay you well and give you benefits and vacations. You'd have a good life. And anything you can think of out there, all you have to do is look. It's amazing what the job market is now. It is very employee-friendly for a change. But here's something to think about. Some people will panic and have a complete anxiety attack trying to find their charger, their phone charger before their battery dies. But they do nothing at all as their dream is dying. I'll say that again. 
some people will panic trying to find a charger for their cell phone as the battery is dying. But they do nothing. They don't even have that type of emotional upset and energy when their dream is dying. And it's from complacency. It is absolutely from complacency. What is that? Complacency is when you're happy or at least satisfied where you totally are. You know, and to keep a dream moving, you have to be changing constantly, readapting. When I tell kids or even some of the people I coach, just write down your goals for me. Sometimes it takes them months to do it. I have to help them through it. And I'm saying, you're not taking a chisel and a hammer to a stone. You're not making another copy of the Ten Commandments written by the finger of God in the bedrock of Mount Sinai. What you're doing is writing down on paper some ideas that you have, the things you would like to see change, things you always wanted to do. I always wanted, personally, I've always wanted to be an ancient history teacher, Byzantine, Eastern Roman Empire um, teacher, and maybe the community college level. So I could be a little goofy, dress up like a character, you know, dro- you know, drop some foul language once in a while when describing a battle or the twists and turns of Eastern Roman aristocracy's history and culture. I would love to do that. Now, a lot of people say that is boring as hell. Dates and crazy Greek names and all that. Well, for me, I can look at, you know, any part of the world and understand the history of it, why they are now. The reason we are here in Minnesota now, I understand. It's all based on history. Why are you talking about that, Fred? Well, that's a goal of mine. I haven't let it go. I still still may go back and get some more history credentials. And, you know, when I retire from chiropractic, I'll probably still coach. I'll still probably referee and judge bodybuilding, powerlifting, maybe run bodybuilding and powerlifting events. You know, I'll still be involved that way. But, you know, I see myself 10, 15, 20 years from now really, you know, consulting mainly. And for fun, go heading to the local community college a couple times to teach a history class. Now, that's, that's a dream. Well, to make that happen, I have to do X, Y, and Z. You write down your dream, put a timeline on it, and then work backwards. The problem with a lot of people is say, I always wanted to live on the beach, but that's a dream. Okay, make it concrete. All right, what does that take? What kind of money would you need to buy a beach house or to rent a beach house or, you know, get a condo on a beach? What does that look like? Does it have to be Miami Beach or can it be a beach in Delaware? Does it have to be, you know, Fort Lauderdale right on the beach? Or can you go to one of the beaches in Alabama, which are half the price or third the price? I mean, figure all the practicalities out, figure that out, and then work backwards. How much money will I have to work and make? How much would I have to save? And that's, you know, setting your dream up like a goal setting and then backdating it, going backwards to figure out what you need to do every day every week, every month, every year beforehand and figure out the plan. And of course, things are going to change. The economy is going to change. Your health may change, but at least have that dream out there. What is your dream? Is your dream some athletic event? Is your dream like climbing Kilimanjaro and checking that off your bucket list? 
Well, what would you have to do? What does that involve? Are you doing those things to work your way toward it? See, a lot of times we tell people our dreams and they don't catch our dreams. They don't support our dreams. They don't say, go for it. What people do is say, well, is that practical? Using that practical word. Is that realistic? And when I hear that in Midwestern passive aggressive speech, it usually means I don't think you can do it. And because my life is so limited and I've sequestered my dreams, I've squashed my dreams, I've isolated my dreams and won't let them out of the box to figure out how I can do it. Because I'm unhappy with my station in life, you have to be unhappy. And here's the thing, when people are successful, when people are moving forward and doing amazing things, it's interesting what friends are still around you. When you constantly are moving forward, sometimes those friends that are just hanging on fall off. It's like hanging on top of the roof of a sports car as it's going 100 miles an hour. Eventually, they're going to have to let go and fall off. And that's what happens. But what you really need to protect yourself from is this complacency, personal complacency. Being satisfied with where you are. Being okay with not having enough if you need more. Being okay with things not being the way they should be for you. Wow, that's a big concept, yeah. Complacency is a big deal. It affects your health. I can't tell you how many people are complacent when they went to a couple of doctors, maybe they got a second opinion with doctor number two. You know, my heart, or my diabetes, or my blood pressure, or my hormones, or I have this problem or that problem. And we're not saying that those original physicians, doctors, nurse practitioners, midwives, whoever it is, chiropractors, podiatrists, were incorrect. What I'm saying is, when are you going to take the bull by the horns, take, take over your own life, and say, you know what, I'm going to get a third opinion, fourth opinion. I'm going to get online, which is easier, all the world's information is in front of you, disinformation and information. I'm going to study books and studies about my health, you know. I'm going to figure out, is there anything else we can do? And then find a practitioner that will work with me. I can't tell you how many times I've had patients come in with horrible diagnosis. And they're just there for a tune-up. And they've, they've taken their diagnosis and they figured out a way to treat it. And they're better. It's amazing what I've seen. I've seen people who couldn't walk from cerebral palsy over years. It took time, a lot of therapy, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but they start walking. And I'm blown away that other people or other family members will be complacent if their child had this you know, diagnosis. It's just amazing when there's other ways out there to rehabilitate. Study it. Turn over every stone. You know, and that's just the health aspect. Is there something about your life you don't like? Say it's finances. Well, are you studying? Are you studying how you personally spend money? Do you need just to get another job? You're not going to do well at, you know, this $15 an hour to support your kids and all that. You have to find a, a way to make more money. Are you studying that? Are you going after that? Instead of watching Netflix 
and you know watching reruns of Game of Thrones or Yellowstone are you out there reading books trying to expand your mind so you can do better for your dream and reach your dream don't let go of your dreams you're going to have so many people around you including yourself sometimes telling their telling you it's unreachable be realistic that nasty word where you look around and say oh you know you're right this is where i am now but that's not where you're going to be your past doesn't equal your future and your past can be as recent as 60 seconds ago your past doesn't equal your your future we last podcast i talked about how abraham lincoln fell on his face so many times before he became president of the united states of america how many times do businesses fail and all of a sudden they make it and they're just make oodles of money and everyone's happy and you wonder oh how many times did you fail now people who don't go out there and push themselves or open up businesses have no idea that most people fail at business you know the first two three four times until they get the formula right or they hit the right market get the right partners get the right support and that's support at home too so a lot of people when they're going through their dreams because they don't have supportive people around them they forget what they actually want out of life the midlife crisis the midlife crisis is all about a dream that died and you're trying to numb that with you know the cliche is the 45 50 year old man who leaves his family for the 21 year old secretary gets a sports car and an earring now we say that's cliche maybe that was cliche in the 80s because it happened all the time in 90s but it's still happening today these kind of things where they take up gambling or you know they're off in the woods hunting spending three or four days just forgetting about the world and i'm not saying you don't need a respite i'm not saying you don't need rehabilitation i'm not saying that you don't need recovery what i am saying is are you avoiding things you know are you going to every single you know wine and cheese show to numb yourself because you've never got the goals and dreams clarified in your own mind write them down write down your dreams if you always wanted to be a dancer well if you're 50 you're not going to make it i've always wanted to be a rock star sorry you know you probably won't be top flight but there's nothing wrong with going taking guitar lessons getting a very expensive guitar an amp some distortion and rocking out and you'd be amazed how many friends I know who are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, and they still play in rock bands. And they really didn't start until after their kids were grown. Why? They thought they didn't have the time to do it. Well, they did. But they went after their dream. Now, they may not be selling out Madison Square Garden, but guess what? They're playing and they're enjoying their life, and they've reached their dream of being a rock star. Find out what your dreams are. To make them concrete, write it down. Refine it. Revisit it every year. It's the first, the first January 1st is coming up, New Year's. Why don't you sit down, get your goals and your vision board, and sit down and say, okay, I need to change this. I need to change this. Or oh, I need to uh, alter this. I need to improve this. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, it's not written in stone by a hammer and a chisel. It is written by your hand. 
You can put a line through it and start a whole new page. You can rip the page out if you want, but I like holding on to those old dreams because you can see how they get refined and get better and they evolve. So again, complacency is your biggest enemy. And I'm going to say complacency is the biggest enemy in life because life is always moving forward. You're always getting aged. You're always aging. Sorry. You're always changing. You know, just ask any woman. We are always changing. Ask any man. Are we changing? Yeah. You know, my chest dropped down to my belly. I always tell people we always have changes. So how are we adapting to that through the aging process? How are we, you know, grabbing, you know, life by the ring and saying, I still want this by having dreams. So make sure that your current situation is not tolerable. What? Well, Fred, don't you want to be comfortable? No. No, that is the biggest mistake everyone makes. Now, I'm not saying you can't be happy and passionate and grateful and quiet and relaxed. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you can't be complacent. It should be intolerable that you're not moving forward constantly. So if you got up today and you worked out or tweaked your diet or ate exactly what you're supposed to, had a great morning with your kids, great morning at the office, fantastic. You're doing what you want to do. That's great because you're not tolerating going backwards. You're not tolerating laziness, being a sloth, complacency. So complacency is thinking the current situation is tolerable. And here's the other one we're going to discuss. The current situation is not painful enough. We see this in a lot of codependent relationships, abusive relationships. Well, you know, he'll get better. She'll get better. The situation will get better. They will get better. And we're complacent tolerating abuse. And this is horrible. I see it all the time. Like they're magically going to wake up one day like Ebenezer Scrooge from The Christmas Carol after seeing, after hanging out with three ghosts in a nightmare and saying, I've changed. I'm a new man. Let me change everything about myself. Wow. No, that does not happen. That does not happen at all. What you need to do is realize that if you have those people around you that are making your life painful, if, it, if it's less painful the next day, guess what? You're learning to tolerate the pain. The majority of the time, and DM me if I'm wrong, I've had people turn 180 degrees and change, but it's not the norm. You need people around you that support your dreams of moving forward, that are excited and passionate about what you're trying to do. They get excited and say, how was your workout? How was that class? They make dinner for you as you're staying up late on the laptop, going to class online to better yourself, to reach your dream. Amazing. Talk to people that also have big dreams, maybe bigger than yours. It's okay to enjoy your dream and share it. Well, my dream may not be big enough. So go around people that are constantly moving forward and going after dreams. Those are the people you want to hang out with. Being fine or okay is not okay or fine. It really means that I'm complacent. 
I'm just trying to get through. And a lot of times it's exhaustion. I'm going to give that to the, I was a single parent for a while for the single parents out there. I'm not saying that if you are in a relationship, it's um, easy either, but uh, it's a lot harder when it's just solo. So I know how hard it is. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and burnt it. Um, so just so you think that I'm not being, you know, concerning or caring enough, not empathetic enough. Well, Fred is, but you got to keep moving forward. Adjust your dreams then. This is, the, this is the free time I have. Sometimes if you're really that exhausted, you need a day off. Find a way to get a day off, a night off, half a day. And that doesn't mean laying on the couch with the boob tube on. That means resting, maybe listening to some of your best music, grab a notebook and start writing what you really want to do and work out your dream. When you're on your deathbed, when you're on your deathbed, the only thing you will be sad about are the love that you didn't give away and not being satisfied reaching your dreams. That is amazing. Try that. Work your way toward that. And even if you don't hit the greatest goal, I'm going to be a rock star playing in Madison Square Garden, and that doesn't happen, that's okay. But look at me. I was at the corner bar, and I played for at this nightclub for an hour or two, and they paid me for it. And that's just my night gig. That's exciting. Because 10 years ago, you weren't playing the guitar, the drums, or singing. You're doing this dream. You're going back to school. I love when the local news carries good stories, like the 80-year-old great-grandma who went back to college and finished her degree and walked graduation ceremony. Wow. That's amazing. And their dream was just to finish the four-year degree. You may not, that dream may not be big enough for you, but that's okay. So again, being fine or okay is not okay. You're either moving forward or going backward. That's actually a law in biology. You're either moving forward or going backward. Think about that. You're either moving forward or going back for, backwards. There's no park in biology. Now, you may think there is, but if you look at your life, a lot of things are breaking down. So you constantly have to work on your relationships. You constantly have to strive at work. Just be a little bit better every day. What can I do better every day? Is there a way to be better every day? Life is an active experience. You are the driver of the car. <laughs> You're not a passive passenger. Now, some people like to do backseat driving. I would say you're not being passive. That's passive aggressive. Just kidding. But you have to understand that you life is for living. It is a active participation program. You have to do something. A job, a career work is your chance to do something that actually matters to you. Now, we've all taken jobs or careers that once we've been there for a while, wasn't for us, but we had to stay in it for the kids. Well, embrace something, a hobby, something else that pushes you towards your dream while you're trying to work to get out of that situation. The world will be better, and I'm talking about the world. I always laugh when I call... Um, my youngest, my 16-year-old cell phone, and it rolls over to voicemail, and it always says, this is Callie, I'm probably off saving the world, 
please leave your name and number and message and I'll get back to you. And I love, and that, that's old. I mean, I think that she's actually had a cell phone for a long time and you can hear the little child elementary school voice in there. And I'm like, wow, what a great statement to make. I'm off saving the world. The world will be a better place if you spend your time on things that light you on fire with passion and motivation. Do that. Sometimes people can't get motivated. Well, there's something motivating you. Give me your cell phone. Let's watch the battery go down and watch how fast you move to find a charger. Well, if that motivates you, how about your life? It is possible to work on your passion, have fun, and help people at the same time. You see it all the time. I've never, I've never seen a video of Pavarotti, the uh, opera singer, down, depressed, always smiling, happy with who he was, even interviews. It is possible to pick something that you're passionate about and you're happy about. Find it. Go back to it. You know, I'm not saying everyone quit their jobs now. That would be irresponsible. But if your job is you've always wanted to be a school teacher, work toward that. If your job is you've always wanted to be a fireman, work toward that. Work something that at least your foot is in the door of the area of interest you've always loved and dreamt about. Doing work you love is right. It's not for some privileged few. It's not reserved for the lucky. You can do those things that you love and you're passionate about. Find a way to make it work. It may take some time, but you have to write it down. Well, Fred, I wrote it down and I just can't figure it out. Great, get help. You may have to talk to a career counselor. You may have to talk to your accountant. You may have to find a mentor, a life coach that will help you get the right resources. You really need someone to help you through the process and hold. There's plenty of people out there. There's plenty of videos. There's plenty of podcasts. And I'm telling you, there's plenty of books. Yes, those paper things that we use, books. There's plenty of books written on going after a second or third career. There's plenty of books written on goal setting or coming up with a vision or a dream. Go find them. They're in your library or they're in the half price book or go on Amazon. You'd be amazed at how many books come up in that search. And some of them are used and you only pay a couple bucks for it. The end goal is being excited about what you do every day. The end goal is having your family see you happy about what you're doing every day, not complacency. If you do things differently, if you start behaving slightly differently, the complacency will finally leave. Don't lean into the complacency. Lead into the better you and the better future. A great man, Dr. Palmer, wrote something, and it was called The Big Idea. And this goes for complacency. If you become a better person, passionate, loving what you're doing, not complacent with anything going on around you, driven, happy, excited, energized, then your family will become better off. No one can tell me that's not true. 
than your neighborhood, than your town, than your city, than your state, than your country, and then the world becomes better off. The big idea is that we start by working on ourselves, and it's infectious. The most infectious thing out there is complacency and depression. And also, the most infectious thing out there is happiness and passion. That's why people are excited. Oh, I like to hang around Bob or Bill or Sue or Grace. I love hanging around those people. Why? They just light up the room. Hang around them, just not at parties, but hang around them all the time. Call them. Ask them. Talk to them on the phone. Meet them for coffee. How do you get this way? What are you excited about? Pick friends that motivate you forward. That challenge you not to be complacent. That challenge you to move you forward. And guess what? You will save the world. At least yours. And this has been another Fact Podcast.